two, we're live. Thank you guys. It's another wonderful episode of HBC Startups uh, podcast interview. We thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate all our listeners. Thank you for sharing out the podcast. And as always, you know, there's, this is a tough time for all businesses, but we're here to provide resources and information for all of you to be successful during this time. So today we have Jordan, uh, who's a great founder and his team reached out to me and uh, they've been doing some great things in Northern California. So we're going to hear more about his experience and, uh, and, you know, his day in the life as a founder. So hello, Jordan, uh, I'd like to turn it over to you. Can you please introduce yourself and let them know a little bit about your business and what, and what you do? Absolutely. So uh, like uh, Renaud said, my name is Jordan Calderon. I am the president and founder of Strata Digital Marketing. Uh, Strata Digital Marketing is based out of Santa Barbara, California, and I consider us a kind of boutique digital marketing agency uh, because we are small ourselves. However, uh, we like to do really big things, so we're not limited to just our size. Uh, with that, we have a couple of core competencies. Um, you know, as a, a young millennial founder, um, I'm actually 22 right now. Um, we have a lot of kind of millennial ideas, so it's not like we, uh, you know, take a very traditional method into marketing, but we think very much outside of the box. More than half of my team uh, are also young, like-minded individuals as myself, and then we also do have some, uh, you know, pretty, uh, uh, I mean, people who are probably the age of my father <laughs> um, around the team as well who have, you know, 20 plus years experience in, in marketing as a whole. So um, it's really, really great blend of, uh, of kind of members on my team. Um, I'm kind of going back to my main point, uh, you know, the core competencies of my company, we like to, uh, we have four different areas of excellence. We like to dabble in these four things. The first thing is um, website design and development, which is, you know, pretty, uh, you know, cut and dry, you know, making aesthetically pleasing websites that are mobile and SEO friendly and have all the backend integrations. Um, maybe some engineering work, programming work done on the backend as well. Uh, we do in-target and performance marketing. Um, and this is usually through paid media on social channels. So for example, uh, Facebook, Instagram marketing, um, uh, Snapchat, YouTube, Pinterest, Twitter, LinkedIn, um, really anything that you can imagine, um, even on like search engines as well, like Google PPC, um, things like that. Uh, the third thing that we do is um, digital PR, which I actually think is pretty cool. Um, not many uh, digital marketing agencies actually uh, do this, but basically we elicit story coverage on the company, co-founders, uh, mission values, uh, brand statement, whatever it may be. Um, and uh, reach out to journalists and bloggers to basically actualize and materialize these stories. Um, and it could be on either a local or national level. We've been able to get some clients on some pretty big uh, uh, news outlets such as uh, you know, Yahoo, Yahoo Finance, Market Watch, uh, TechCrunch, Forbes even. Um, and then the last thing that we do uh, is SEO, uh, which is basically just organically driving uh, uh, you know, website traffic to the top of search engines um, or the SERP, which stands for search engine result page. Mm. Awesome, Jordan, that, that, that sounds great. You guys have your hands in a little bit of mix of, you know, a little bit of everything on the, on the online side, especially right now. Absolutely. So I guess, um, you know, for my first question, well, um, let's jump in a little bit of, you know, more of, you know, more of your background. Like what, what made you, you know, want to start something like this? it seems like you're kind of already ahead of the curve of a lot of uh, digital agencies and where things have happened before the pandemic. What made you want to start this? You know, you, you started this way before. So what, what made you want to start this type of business and, and, and especially being in school, uh, you know, what, what was your motivation there? Yeah. So, um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm still in school. I'm actually a fourth year at the university of California, Santa Barbara. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess I am a little bit ahead of my curve. Um, 
I've always had a knack for marketing and selling. Um, when I was five years old, uh, uh, my dad had a plum tree in his backyard and I used to pick those plums and put them in like little Ziploc baggies um, and go to the local community pool and sell them for like 50 cents. Um, and every, every, every weekend I go and do that and I make maybe like 20 bucks as a five-year-old, which is the world, right? Um, so, I mean, I mean, just kind of the, uh, the, the, the personal, uh, uh, response of, of just, you know, uh, uh, getting that sale, it was just a, a ton of euphoria, um, and serotonin just kind of rushing through my body. So I get really excited with that. And, uh, you know, when I grew up, uh, maybe when I was like nine, 10, um, I would help out my grandparents in garage sales and kind of be like the little, uh, uh, <laughs> negotiator for them. My grandparents are just kind of completely hands off of them. You know, as a nine-year-old, if, if you're negotiating with a nine-year-old, you're not really going to, you know, let, you're not going to win. You're not going to beat them. Right? <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe I got beaten a couple of times, but, um, I, I definitely negotiate the prices and, and, and haggle them and make sure that I was getting, you know, the most I could out of, out of any certain thing. And I, I just really enjoyed doing that. Um, but fast forward to uh, college uh, in my uh, freshman year when I was in the dorms uh, of, of UC Santa Barbara, I actually um, uh, was reached out to by one of my colleagues in high school about this really cool apparel company. Um, and he had the cool name of College Clout, uh, which four years ago, the word clout was, was cool, but now it's become quite outdated, like the word swag. So um, yeah, so, uh, you know, we, we started work on it. Uh, very loosely in the beginning, um, basically what it was is a uh, e-commerce apparel brand marketed towards college students. So basically um, creating, uh, you know, non-monotonous uh, uh, designs for each school. I mean, if you go to, you know, the bookstore at, at any university or college, you'd see, uh, you know, like, like Harvard and, and like those big, bold university lovers are like established 1842 or whatever it may be. Um, but, but there was really no variation. It, it didn't really speak to the students itself. It had no uh, uh, student culture behind it. So we wanted to make designs that really spoke to the students. Um, you know, if in Harvard, everyone really likes, I don't know, World of Warcraft. We make like a World of Warcraft shirt to, to cater to that uh, demographic at the school, something like that. Um, but uh, I, I started building that out. Um, and I, and I started off as kind of an advisor and then I kind of turned into more of a, it turned into more 50-50 role. Um, and I, I, I just realized that I, I was in love with just the idea of it, even pre-launch. I was working on it till four or five in the morning. My girlfriend at the time absolutely hated me because I <laughs> wouldn't just relax and hang out with her. Um, and so we ended up launching it and uh, it, it didn't do too well in the beginning, to be honest. Um, we, we were still learning stuff. I mean, it was, it was a complete learning process and learning curve for me. But um, at the end of the day, we were able to build it up to a pretty strong company. Um, we ended up building an ambassador base of over 300 um, and, and turned it into a national uh, company that ended up actually uh, piquing the interest of a lot of investors, uh, Angel NVC. So um, yeah, we were able to, to do that. And that was uh, 20, uh, no, 19 when, when we started those, those conversations. So um, I, I basically realized that uh, I didn't want to be 30 years old and still dealing with, uh, uh, you know, college apparel at the end of the day. But I also realized that I had a really, really amazing case study of, 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 of a piece of work that I did and knew nothing about, knew nothing how to scale an e-commerce company. But I taught myself all these different digital marketing initiatives and techniques, right? Um, and that was like, I, I taught uh, myself SEO to help bolster the, the domain authority of that website and backlink some referring domains. 
Um, I taught myself how to elicit that story coverage on a localized level. Uh, 19 year old starts e-commerce company is making a, a ton of money, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, same thing with the, uh, uh, you know, marketing on social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram. That was our, you know, our God-given gift with that. Um, we were able to scale to the moon um, once we kind of found like quote unquote winning ads. Um, and then building out the website too. Um, I mean, I was a website builder through Shopify, so I, I wouldn't consider myself a, a coder by any means, but um, still kind of figuring out the, the UX UI of a website and making it flow and, and, and the sitemap just kind of being as, as streamlined and concise as possible um, for that buyer journey to be as, as simple as possible um, was really important as well. So um, uh, I realized I had this great case study um, and I wanted to create a digital marketing agency to basically help other uh, companies and specifically my mind kind of went towards startups. Um, I met a lot of uh, people in the startup industry um, and I wanted to kind of help uh, build, build, you know, their marketing front um, and, and help bolster that as well. So uh, StratDev was born uh, and we started StratDev, we launched StratDev in uh, July of 2019. So it's been uh, existing for a little bit more than a year and a half um, and we are scaling more than I could have ever hoped for uh, within within those eighteen months. Um, so uh, yeah, that's that's a little bit about uh, my journey to where I am right now. Awesome, Jordan. I, I love it. I love it. Um, I think one of the, the the big things like you're saying too is like you know just getting started. You know, a lot of times we we have a lot of entrepreneurs, especially you know we do, we deal with a lot of startups. Um, you know, taking that next step and you know putting your name out there. Uh, what have been some key things, I guess, during this time for, for pandemic for, for, you know, some of these new emerging companies, what have been some things, you know, what's some good advice you would, you would give them uh, navigating this time? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I mean, I mean, there, there are a lot of limitations into what you can and can't do, um, uh, you know, with scaling a company. I mean, I, I have a ton of, uh, you know, friends or colleagues who have their own uh, startup company and are finding it tremendously difficult to get in contact with VCs. I mean, it's already, you know, even pre-COVID, you have to reach out to a thousand to get one maybe back, right? <laughs> um, now it's like you reach out to all of them and, 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 and none of them respond. So um, it's really difficult on that front, but, um, you know, instead of, you, you got to be kind of smart with your connections. Um, so, I mean, just outside of fundraising, but maybe finding, you know, the the next CTO to your company or your next co-founder or your next partnership or next vendor um, or, or, or a person who funds uh, your company as well. Um, this world, especially the startup world, is, is all about connections. Um, so being smart with how you make your connections is really invaluable. Um, so I guess my novice piece of advice is with making connections, um, it, it may not it, it may not be the smartest thing to actually reach out to the person who you're trying to get in contact with. So let's just say let's just say I'm trying to get in contact with Chris Brown, right? If I reach out to Chris Brown on, on Instagram DMs, I'm not going to get a response. I can nearly guarantee it, right? So I have to be kind of smart with how I how I penetrate his inner circle, right? So if I reach out if I if I go on on Wikipedia.com and I find uh, Chris Brown's cousin, right? And I, I look up Chris Brown's cousin's name on Instagram and I find it uh, find find his profile. Maybe I'll have a couple thousand followers because people some people know he's Chris Brown's you know cousin and he gets a little bit of clout because of that. But I'm gonna go and reach out to Chris Brown's cousin instead. 
Um, and I'm going to get become really, you know, buddy, buddy with them. And hey, it's it's it's, you know, the holidays are coming up. And I know that, you know, Chris Brown likes to hang out with his family on on, on the holidays. So I'm going to ask for an introduction once I'm buddy, buddy with Chris Brown's cousin. I'm going to be like, hey, uh, I know that you're going to go see, uh, you know, Chris Brown uh, for 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 Christmas. Like, you know, let him know that, that you know, I have I have this and this and this I like to talk to him about. Um, and also with with referrals or, or, or even making connections as a whole, um, you always want to give them an incentive to, to you know, continue your conversation, to have that second engagement. Um, but I'll get to that in a second. Um, so when, once, once uh, you know, uh, Chris Brown's cousin really likes me, he'll, he'll be much more inclined to do so. So I'm, I'm finding the easier person to get in contact with in that inner circle to then get to my end goal, which was talking to Chris Brown in the first place. So it's, it's kind of thinking outside of the box um, uh, you know, with, with making these connections. It's, it's hitting them in places that, that you, know, you, you really don't think uh, uh, that, that, that you really do. Think of it kind of like a club, right? 90% of people will stand in the front of, uh, of, of the club and wait in line and may not even get in, right? But you want to be the person who finds that side entrance or the back door entrance that, that no security guard is, is, is really covering. So um, it, it kind of makes, uh, uh, that's kind of how you want to think about uh, making these connections because it really is invaluable. And, and, and with um, uh, kind of the uh, part where, where you want to give them an incentive, uh, with these incentives, um, it could be, uh, you know, it, it could be something as simple as, as, hey, next time we meet up, uh, let's, let's, you know, go to lunch on me. And that's kind of a monetary incentive because they get a free lunch out of it, right? Um, or it could be, uh, you know, speaking about a really important piece and uh, of a topic and being really smart about where you end you know, that conversation, that first engagement, you know, you realize that they are starting to get really interested and then you kind of pause and you don't give them the entire cookie, you know, in the first, in the first kind of round of talking, but you're like, Hey, let's continue this conversation over, uh, you know, coffee the next time. Um, here's my number. Um, and then maybe even schedule that next engagement while you're with them. Um, instead of saying, Hey, here's my number. Let's talk about, you know, scheduling another, another engagement, um, in a couple of days, cause they may forget about you. You know, people are really busy in today's day and age. So, um, uh, scheduling that second engagement, uh, uh, you know, in 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 the flesh is is also really important as well. Um, so I guess that's that's my uh, uh, you know uh, connections piece of advice. Is I think connections are really invaluable. I mean, I'm still making my connections. Um, you know, I'm 22. I, I still have you know decades of connections to make. But I like to think that I'm pretty well connected. Um, you know, even even now, just because you know you yeah, you got to take that first leap and and really uh, put yourself out there and be a little bit ballsy. Uh, at the end of the day as well. Um, I guess second piece of connection, um, which has, has nothing to do with the first piece, um, is marketing. Um, with marketing, your, your product, your software, your app, um, your small localized business, brick and mortar business, whatever it may be. Um, there, there are a lot of great ways to market um, that are, are little to no cost. Um, for example, um, with social media, uh, a lot of people do not uh, have, have, have social media uh, profiles or utilize social media to the best of its abilities. Um, and that requires $0 to post something. Um, it, it requires time, but, but $0. Um, with that, uh, uh, everybody is, especially during COVID, everybody's on their phones. Um, within the first month of COVID, Instagram saw a 40% uh, spike of, of, of users uh, within that first month. And it's held pretty steady uh, for the past, you know, following nine months that we've been in, in, in a pandemic um, or eight months. Um, but but make sure that you're posting and with posting, uh, utilize, optimize it. Make sure that your bio is speaking to your your, your demographic, that the copy of that bio is, is in line with, with who you're trying to sell to or who you're 
uh, customer bases, audiences. Um, with posting, post three times a week. Um, if you post, you know, I've seen some companies post three times a day and, and that's why they have terrible engagement because people are just disinterested because you're, you're quite literally blowing up their, their feed. Um, and if you post, you know, one, one time every three weeks, uh, people are going to forget about you. You want to make sure that that uh, uh, brand sentiment is still resonant in, in, in uh, the minds of your, your audience. Um, with, uh, uh, you know, let's just say you're, you're, you're doing a really cool thing. Let's just say you're a, a, a restaurant, right? A restaurant in a, a very localized area. Um, there's a high homeless popul homelessness population in the area and you give out masks uh, to the homeless or, or maybe you give out masks as like a, 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 a mm. free gift at the end of uh, uh, someone's meal, right? Um, that's really like, a, that's a cool thing. And, and, and that's story worthy as well. Reach out to local journalists and bloggers and, and, and see if they're interested in picking up the story and running a story on you. That is free press um and 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 you're doing a good thing too so you're 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 giving somebody a reason to to look into your story you're not just saying hey this restaurant exists but hey this restaurant is doing good for the community at a time that we really need it um and that will will ultimately drive your revenue um and and bring customers um uh, and patrons in the door um another option that you can do is 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 maybe making some small little you know enhancements to your website let's just say you have a software um and uh and, and you have basically a website that is that is your kind of 24 7 sales salesperson you're driving a lot of traffic in because you did do that you know digital pr and you got some story placements and now everyone's looking at your website and you're a little bit stressed out right uh because you're getting all these inquiries and, and really don't know how to respond um you can build like an ai chatbot um that is maybe 50 dollars uh uh to build out you just build a bare bones skeleton use a, a pretty simple software you can probably find something on fiverr to do it for you um and that'll basically save a lot of of, of time but also it's marketing in a sense that um it, it the 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 chatbot is is answering people's questions you know that the input at least those frequently asked questions and give them an immediate response to make them uh or give them a a uh, informed decision um immediately so um, you know, it, it all comes full circles. It, it's an entire omni-channel solution, but you can really do that with, with, with a very, you know, little, uh, uh, budget or even no budget at all, if you're really smart about it. So, um, you know, I, I know marketing is, is, you know, marketing dollars are, are very, very hard to find right now, especially with those newer companies. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're putting a dollar out in the world and you don't know what that return is. There's a lot of uncertainty with that. Um, but you just kind of have, a, you got to have a little bit of faith. I mean, definitely be risk adverse. That's what I, I, I recommend with a lot of my startup uh, you know, clients personally, you know, start small, let us prove to you that it works and then builds up and we'll grow together. Um, that's, that's definitely what I tell them. And, and, but same thing, if you're doing it yourself, start small, see what works, see what sticks, see what doesn't, um, and then go from there. Jordan, you, you hit, you hit that, with, hit that. What a hammer. Or you rang the bell on <laughs> the stock exchange with that one. Uh, so no, no, I, I definitely, I definitely agree with that, especially for our startups that um, that feel like they can't build that network. They can't do things because we're in the house. Like, no, use the tools that we have for free and spend your time. Like time is money in a sense, but you're learning a new skill as well. So I like the way that you tie that in together. Great, great answer. Um, for my next question, um, uh, with everything being online, I mean, for the work, for the work dynamic for, for startups, you know, um, where do you see that moving in, you know, here, you know, here in America? I mean, where do you, uh, we can all work, work remote. I mean, where do you see that for, for startups and how can startups really utilize that to really grow their business? Uh, yeah. 
Absolutely. I mean, um, I can talk about it from a personal experience than my own personal theoretical uh, uh, response to that as well. So, I mean, with my company, Stratev, um, we were kind of a hybrid prior to COVID. Um, we, we had a small uh, little working space um, in Santa Barbara, but um, you know, most of the team was, was uh, out of country, actually, at the time. We had a lot of people in, in India, Malaysia, and Pakistan. Um, so, you know, once COVID happened, um, everybody was, was, was very nervous. I mean, in, in California specifically, we were not allowed to even, even you know, be together because we were a non-essential business. So um, ever since then, I, I've had no requirement of uh, my team coming back. Uh, uh, into a, a localized space. Um, some of them even moved. Um, I mean, we, we have a, a great workflow, um, great communication. Um, everyone knows what, what needs to be done. I've actually seen it as a, uh, uh, a better thing at the end of the day, because I mean, you know, my, if, if, if some of my, my team members get really interested or invested in a project, um, they can eat and do work at the same time. It's not like they have to leave the office for an hour or, or whatever it is. Um, I personally like being home. I mean, it's, it's, again, it's easy. I can, I can, you know, uh, close my computer for 15 minutes, go on a, a jog. I mean, I'm, I'm 30 seconds from the beach. I can go surfing if I really want to. Um, so, I mean, it, it just, I think it opens up a lot of, 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 of new doors, but you need to have that good communication and that good workflow with your team, because if you don't have that and you, or you don't build that as a fundamental, that's where I can see a, a team falling apart because they're, they're not, you know, uh, physically with each other. Um, on just kind of where things are going, I definitely think um, specifically with startups, I mean, startup, startup nature and culture was, was already known for being really laxed. I mean, um, if you work in an investment banking firm, you're going to be wearing a suit every single day. If you work in a tech startup in Silicon Valley, you're going to be wearing, uh, uh, you know, sweater and, 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 and joggers every single day. Um, and I really like that. I mean, I mean, I mean, we just do not care. Um, we, but we get stuff done, which is great. Um, so, I mean, same, same thing with, with startup companies. I think if, if we're together, or if we're remote, and I honestly see us becoming more remote and decentralized at the end of the day, um, then we're going to be okay. Um, I mean, I mean, Jack Dorsey made the decision pretty early on uh, that, that all of his Twitter members um, were, were never required to come back into uh, uh, Twitter, even post-COVID, 30 years. Like that, that is a, a, a cut and dry um, uh, response, uh, independent of, of when things get better. So I thought that was a very uh, uh, smart uh, decision on his end. You know, he didn't, he didn't pressure people to come back because people, people get comfortable and people really don't like change. And you know, when you throw a, a damn pandemic at somebody and then you're like, okay, well, everything's going to change in the next six months again, right? Maybe people don't like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, there's, there's definitely a lot of uh, studies as well coming out um, uh, uh, with like working remote and how there's benefits to it. Um, but, but, you know, on an individual level, it, it really depends on who you are. If you are that, that super social person that thrives uh, in an environment where you need to be you know, consistently talking to somebody like face to face and like Zoom really isn't cutting it for you, then, then yeah, I mean, I mean, having an in-person uh, uh, work culture and experience is probably gonna be best for you. But if you can, you know, if Zoom is okay, if, 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 if you feel, you know, more comfortable in your house and then more remote working is, is gonna be good. So at the end of the day, what I personally think is, is, is most big corporate companies should have a hybrid. It should be an option. Um, it shouldn't be a, a, a reason to either hire somebody or not hire somebody, but um, uh, kind of seen as like uh, similar to like the Equal Opportunity Act, where it's like it it, it doesn't matter. Um, but we'll see how it goes. Um, the world the world is changing very quickly, but um, in that respect, I, I I really you know don't know 100, but I'm curious to see. Yeah. Yes. Great. Great. 
I think I think the hybrid model is like a lot of people are going to start adapting that. But we've been seeing too a lot of different companies are like you're saying they're some are even removing their leases. They're like, get me out of this. They saying how much money they're saving, then recruiting. You can recruit online. You don't have to keep flying that person in to to get an interview or to show you a demo on their work or their references and their network speaks for themselves. So. So like uh, LinkedIn, I mean, even for us getting in contact, we got in contact with each other through LinkedIn. Awesome platform, right? It's updated so much. Um, you know, uh, networking online, I think we, we talked a little bit about, but in terms of, uh, you know, marketing press, which seems like a good, you know, specialty for you. Um, what, what are your thoughts in terms of, because uh, I see some startups grow because they have the right press, they have the right network, right? Uh, what, what is essentially some, some good, you know, tips that they can, they can do to try to get some name behind them. I know you talked about affiliate programs. What are some good tips to get their word out on their business? Because you can build a business, but if no one knows about it, what's the point, right? So uh, what are your thoughts there? Yeah. um, So, so there's no one kind of golden answer. It's not like this is right and everything else is wrong. Um, Every company has its, its own unique situation. It's, it's, it's a case-by-case case, uh, kind of situation. So, so again, you kind of got to find what sticks and what doesn't. There's, there's, there's a lot of different initiatives or campaigns or avenues that you can kind of take with marketing. Um, like, you, like you brought up, uh, affiliate marketing is also really important um, or can be important. I mean, some, I mean for, for my company, it would pretty much be useless because we're a service-based company that works basically mostly off referrals at this point. Um, but uh, uh, I mean, yeah, influencer marketing, you know, if, if you have a viral product would be uh, probably your best, your best uh, bet. Um, if you are looking for, you know, the main consideration of like signups or um, something like that for a service, maybe, uh, uh, you know, social media, uh, ads would, would be your best bet like Facebook or Instagram, um, for, uh, let's just say you have a very like tech, you, you, you have a, a article based, um, or like knowledge based kind of company, um, education based, maybe like SEO would probably be your best bet. So, I mean, it, it really, it really, really depends, um, you know, what, what, what you're in, but again, taking that leap of faith, I mean, use, use the resources available. I mean, I mean, um, uh, uh, you know, use Renell and his team, use, use LinkedIn, use, um, uh, you know, whatever, whatever there is. I mean, there's, I mean, even, even with um, uh, uh, Eventbrite specifically, I've seen a ton of free digital virtual uh, events that are meant for, for, for entrepreneurs to network. Um, I mean, I, I actually think that's better than pre, uh, pre-COVID because pre-COVID, you know, you're, you're bound to uh, networking with the people who are in your localized area. But now you, I, I networked with somebody from Japan a couple of days ago. I would have never been able to do that um, if, if, if we didn't have these really cool, you know, bricks in our hands that, that, that connect us to the rest of the world. Um, so, I mean, definitely, definitely take advantage of the resources that you have. Um, uh, you know, be, be, be confident. Um, be bold with 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 how you reach out to people. Um, think outside the box and 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 make things happen. Um, Nike, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, Jordan. Jordan, this has been uh, a great conversation. I, I, you know, we don't want to spend too much time. I, I want to definitely do a part two to this as well. But um, for the audience, 
let's, uh, can you let them know, like, you know, you know, how they can get in contact with you, any, any advice or any like closing notes you want to give them uh, to where they can take direct action today? Because a lot of times we get stagnant, we're like, ah, oh, Jordan, that sounds great, but what can I start doing tomorrow <laughs> like, or, or today? Uh, can you give them some, some insight to that and uh, close out and let them know how to get in contact with you where we're all here to provide value? Absolutely. So um, what you can do today uh, on, on the connections and if you don't have a LinkedIn account, make a damn LinkedIn account. Um, if you have a LinkedIn account, I believe you can uh, uh, con or, or, or click connect with up to 50 people a day uh, before you become a little suspicious to, to LinkedIn. So, so connect, connect with 50 people today um, if you haven't done so already. Um, on the marketing front, if you don't have social media channels for your social media, um, it doesn't mean that you need, you need to spend you know, 10 hours a day or, or, or completely understand what you know, social media is, but make an account. Um, uh, just make an account uh, for, for starters. Um, if you have an account, post regularly. Um, if you uh, are looking for that press, reach out to localized journalists and bloggers. I mean, I mean, honestly, the best way to reach out to the localized uh, 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 ones is, is reach out to the connections that you already have, because maybe one of them has connections or, or is, you know, the, the, the niece's boyfriend's sister is, 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 is a journalist in the area, right? Um, but, it, but it never hurts to ask, uh, uh, you know, with networking, you're, you're um, kind of zero degree, your you're tier one uh, networking is, is your friends and family that are already existing because they can help out as well. Um, so, so utilize the resources that you have. Um, so I guess those are some quick little, little things uh, that you can do as of today, as of right now, um, before the podcast ends. Um, how to contact me. Um, I'm more than happy to uh, be of assistance of just any questions that anybody has. Um, I'm a score of, or sorry, I'm a mentor of score uh, in the Santa Barbara division. So I'm, I'm, I'm used to, to definitely reaching out and helping out uh, uh, people. And I'm, again, I'm more than happy to help out anyone who needs uh, help here. Um, but you can contact me at Jordan at StratDev Digital Marketing. Um, and my company's website is stratdevdigitalmarketing.com. Um, Hopefully Renault can put that in the like link or bio or description uh, of, of, of the post, but um, you can also reach out to me on LinkedIn. Um, I will also provide my LinkedIn information as well. Cool. Thank you. Awesome, Jordan. Jordan, this has been a great, great conversation. We definitely have to do a part two. Let's try to do something at the start of January because digital and marketing, as you know, it's going to ramp up the new year. Everybody's going to get all their campaigns together. So let's do that to provide you value and bring some more business. Um, now, uh, Thank you all for your guys' time today. We appreciate it. And I will put Jordan's information in the description of the podcast so you all can grab that and go and get in contact with him. Um, Jordan, it's been an honor, man. I, I definitely appreciate your time. But let's keep the conversation going and, and let me know. You have my direct email. You have both of them. <laughs> so uh, definitely connect with me and, and see, where I, you know, see where I can help or provide some value. Work with a few colleges up there, Questa, um, and been doing some virtual IT stuff for some people during this time. So uh, possibly can be, you know, bring some work with you to help some colleges maybe that that don't have a, that, that need help navigating this environment, right? And because and uh, everything recruiting wise, it's, it's all happening online now, man. So there's definitely opportunity there for uh, companies, education and uh, things of that nature. So uh, touch base with me, let's see, let's see how we can work and get you in front of some people. But uh, thank you all for your time. Uh, this has been great. Uh, have a good day, everyone. And follow and subscribe to uh, HBCU News. Thank you.